Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Who Can You Be podcast with your two hosts, Elijah and Devin. Uh, are you at home struggling to cook or not knowing what to eat? Maybe you just want something new to eat for dessert. Well, today we have a special guest, Brenda Score. She is a food blogger who has her own blog called A Farm Girl's Dabble, and she has a love for food and sharing family recipes. How are you doing today, Brenda? Good. Thanks for having me. All right, so we can jump right into questions. So first question we'd like to ask is, where does your love for the kitchen come from? How did you get into it? Sure. It's definitely a family thing. Um, My mom is a very good cook, and she loves to bake. She probably, I mean, they, she makes, like, all her own home meals, not to say Mm -hmm. that they don't go out and stuff, but um, cooks a lot. And always, there was always sweets around, cookies, bars, whatever, pies. She's a great pie maker. Um, She was always saving recipes, trying new things. Uh, Growing up, I have two younger sisters, and we spent a lot of time with her in the kitchen. We, We learned our way around the kitchen at a very young age. Did you enjoy cooking at a young age? I would say I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a part of life. I mean, we were we were expected to help out when we okay. were kids. Um, it was just part of being a part of the family. But uh, it's a good skill <laughs> to have <laughs> growing up to know how to cook for people. Uh, what was like some of your favorite dishes that she'd cook for you guys? Uh, I always remember just like comfort foods um fried potatoes and um we had a neighbor that they made their own sausage uh i that was so good it wasn't like it took a lot of effort for her to make that sausage it was probably already made but it was one of my favorite meals um i grew up on lots of comfort food uh hot dishes and we grilled a lot uh, she is a great baker. I love her pies. Her peach pie is my favorite pie in the world. Um, great brownies, chocolate chip cookies. Okay, what inspires you to start a blog and how did you decide on the name of Farm Girls Dabos? Uh, what inspired me was my love of sharing recipes. Um, I also wanted to make sure that favorite family recipes were preserved, uh, passed down to our own children. Uh, I know how recipes can get lost. I always think it's sad when I hear about, you know, someone talk about a recipe that their mom or their grandma made and, you know, they passed away and they have no way, they don't know where that recipe is. They've never had the recipe. So I didn't, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> I want uh, I want to be able to pass it on down, and I hope my own children will pass it to their children. Um, part of it too was I just I've always liked writing, uh, journalism. I liked journalism class in high school and college. Um, I've always liked scrapbooking. So the blog was just kind of a way that it all came together: the food, the writing. It's creative, but I will say that, you know, that's what inspired me, but what actually pushed me to do it 
was when the recession of 2008 hit and I was where I was working and I, I worked there for 17 years, but during that time, the recession hit and the economy tanked and our office had three locations and they closed one, they were laying off people, they were reducing hours. And I saw my name on an exit list on one of the partner's desks. I wasn't supposed to see it, but I saw it. And it got me in a panic. I'm like, what am I gonna do? And Blake, my husband, uh, we did a lot of brainstorming and I just kept coming back to asking myself the question, what am I passionate about? What can I do that I would have some happiness in, have some joy in, not get tired. It wouldn't be, you know, dull and boring and monotonous and feel like a job, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just kept coming back to something with food and I didn't know what that meant. It took about a year for the actual concept of the blog to come around. I never did lose my job. <laughs> I, I, my hours were reduced um, until I eventually ended up leaving myself. But that's really what pushed me to start it. Mm -hmm. So um, what were some challenges that you faced when you first started your blog? I would say time has always been the biggest challenge, lack of time, uh, time management. <laughs> mm -hmm. When I started, you know, I've, I've been doing this for over 10 years. So when I started, our girls were very young. Um, Tessa was only two years old. Hattie was seven, um, so a toddler and, you know, first grader, second grader. Um, it was just a lot to try to do. And I had no idea what I was doing. I built it from the ground up. I, mm -hmm. Technology is really not my friend. So it, it was tough for me, but I Googled and Googled and Googled and <laughs> It took me a long yeah. time to figure some stuff out, um, but it wasn't uncommon for me to be working until 1, 2 a.m. and then take the girls to daycare or school, and then I would go to work, and then I would stay up again till, you know, 1, 2 a.m. Those first couple years were really, really wearing on me. And I posted a lot more content at that time. Um, time. <laughs> yeah. When you first started your blog, what were your expectations of it? Like, did you just want to do it for fun? Or did you go into it thinking that you wanted to make profit out of it? Uh, back then, I mean, there were a lot of blogs but not nearly what there are today. I mean, there are so many food blogs right now. Um, it really was a shot in the dark for me. I, I knew there was potential for a business, but I had no idea what that looked like, how to get there, what it meant at all. 
um, I just, I just thought, well, if nothing else, I'll be preserving these recipes and memories for our family. So I still think of it that way. I still think of it kind of okay. like a scrapbook that, cause I like going back and those first years and seeing, cause I'll have family pictures on the blog of, and to see them at, you know, two, three, four years old, it, it's fun to go back and see that. So um, when you first started your blog, um, did you like have a way to promote it anyway, like make it uh, out there so people would see it better? Or how did you do that? Uh, there was not Instagram at the time, <laughs> which I would say is kind of my main promotion now. Um, back then it was Facebook and Twitter. I used Twitter a lot more back then. I still use it, but it's just not the same. It's not my main avenue. Um, I also, there are a couple of food photo gallery sites, um, Taste Spotting and Food Gawker. I, I think they're still alive, but I don't really know of anybody that uses them anymore. I quit submitting photos, but that was a source of, um, I would get some traffic from those too. Okay, so like, yeah, like you said, social media wasn't that big back then. So like, would you self-promote, like go out, tell family members and those family members to like tell other family members or was it kind of like just through social media? Uh, it was mostly social media. I did at when I first started out, I don't know, the first couple of years, probably, I did share all of my recipes to my personal Facebook page. Besides my blog's Facebook page, I quit doing that after a while. I figured if they want to follow my recipes, they'll come find me <laughs> over on the <laughs> blogs. I'm not going to bug them. Um, I, as far as word of mouth is always a thing. I don't ever like promote okay. it like that. You no, know, it's not my purpose to say, can you share my recipes or, you know, like that. But I know it happens. Uh, when people have a recipe that they like, they share it with their friends and they share it with their friends. And it's a natural way of sharing, which is the best way. <laughs> yeah yeah like Elijah and I were like looking at your blog and looking yeah looking at the blogs and recipes and we we're like these look amazing we were telling <laughs> yeah. our friends too we're like you guys got to check this out yeah we were <laughs> I'm I'm curious what you especially like um, your desserts special? your desserts were something truly to look at <laughs> yeah. they looked so tasty just by how they look on the pictures like your, uh, uh, the desserts like your like... gooey chocolate mug cake i like that oh, yeah. it was one of your, yeah. your favorite recipes out there yeah and that that's good. you have to try it it's really easy you don't need yes. very much stuff you just put it in a mug and mm -hmm. our our girls make that pretty regularly <laughs> Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, another recipe I liked on there was it was in the dinner recipes. It was your uh, the Italian stuffed jalapenos. Oh yeah, Those yeah are that because yeah because like that's like a stuffed jalapenos been kind of going big on TikTok. Oh really? Like, people would people <laughs> would stuff the they would stuff a jalapeno with cream cheese and takis. And takis. So, 
Yeah, so it's, oh, it's not like yours. Yours looks, your recipe looks way better than what these kids are doing. But yeah, <laughs> it's just oh, something I like on there too. I'm going to have to tell my youngest daughter about the Takis ones. She loves yeah. Takis. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. It looks weird at first, but when you actually try it. Oh, I'd try it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what are some of your favorite recipes on there that you like to uh, just tell the people about? Uh I have lots and lots of favorites, um, but the ones that I probably, you know, are more special or just have a lot of meaning, um, I'm always going to turn to like the family recipes, the ones yeah. from my grandma, from my mom, um, even Blake has a few that he has come up with um, every year, Mother's Day, my birthday is right after Mother's Day. And so every year, Mother's Day and my birthday, he, he always grills something special. And he usually does. I really like, I like all meats. I like mm -hmm. seafood a lot. So he always grills like a surf and turf meal for me where some kind of fish, ocean thing, and some kind of meat. Um, and so he's come up with margarita grilled shrimp, which is one of my really top favorite recipes and some grilled mini sweet peppers. They're stuffed with goat cheese and they have fresh herbs. Those are really good. We make those a lot. Um, he makes a good sweet and smoky uh, grilled salmon. We uh, grill it on a, uh, on a board on the grill. So it smokes, it's so good. Um, from my grandma, each of my grandmas, like one of them has blueberry muffins. It has a crumble topping that I really like. Uh, my other grandma has a homemade chocolate caramels. We make them every year at Christmas time and they're buttery and so good. My mom, some of her recipes that are my favorites. Um, every Christmas we make a shrimp dip. It's a cold, it's a cold cream cheese base dip with shrimp in it. Uh, she, she always did a lot of canning when I was, we lived on the farm in South okay. Dakota. That's, yeah. that, so you asked me about where does the farm girl come from? Yeah. And I didn't quite answer that. I actually grew up on a farm in South Dakota. So that's where the farm girl reference comes, comes from. Okay. Is there anything like, so when you ask your kids, hey, what do you guys want for dinner? Is there something they always say repeatedly or is it always kind of different? Uh, I mentioned those mini sweet peppers, the grilled mini sweet peppers. Okay. With that is one that they love. Um, egg rolled in a bowl. That's one they really like. Anything like steak on the grill. We have, there's a couple of different recipes on the blog about that. Um, there's a number of fresh salad recipes that they like, especially the youngest daughter, Tessa, she really likes salad. So there's an Italian chopped salad on there. Uh, there's a strawberry salad with candied pecans. That's really good. They will ask for that. There's a grilled vegetable salad. We make that a lot in the summertime mm -hmm. for, uh, desserts. We make a lot of 
chewy chocolate chip cookie bars like a lot you have to try that at my house because yeah at our house we love sweets so is the blog like something you like you keep as a hobby or is it something that you do full-time uh it's definitely a full-time job okay (laughs) um it is a job uh it has turned into a job uh it has helped pay the bills definitely for our family. Um, but, you know, at the same time, there sometimes like when I'm crushed with deadlines or something, it, it's, it feels like more like a job than other times. But when I can just be a little bit more relaxed and work at it, at my pace (laughs) that's more comfortable to me it feels more like a hobby it can feel like a hobby because i do like it when it's not as forced it's really enjoyable so So, um oh yeah go ahead ahead. you talked about like getting recipes from like your grandma's blake and like just from family but like is there every time when you guys just start cooking in the kitchen you guys are like oh wait this tastes really good or do you guys just like experiment oh yeah there i don't always go off of a recipe like sometimes i'll make something and they'll comment oh this is really good and i said i don't know i just threw a bunch <laughs> of stuff together i could never <laughs> make it the same way again <laughs> you know <laughs> Mm-hmm. sometimes it's just a you know a clean out the fridge or pantry kind of kind of meal <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh how how often are you like posting new recipes to your blog uh currently it's really sad because <laughs> it um, hasn't hardly been uh-huh. i just uh post published one this week and I hadn't for almost two months. And that is, I've never done that ever in 10 years. But it's starting up, we, Blake and I started up another business called Stretch Lab. So mm-hmm. I have just been putting more of my time to that. So, but when I started out, I was publishing three recipes a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was why I was staying up so late getting so little sleep and I but I didn't have I didn't have any content I didn't mm-hmm. like now I have over 700 recipes on there so I can as long as I have good photos good content I have things that people will come to the blog for but when I first started out I just I didn't have anything so mm-hmm. I worked a, a lot more put a lot more content up as your followers so, grew yeah. did you feel like you had to like keep posting new content or like do you just wanted to go did you want to go at your own pace posting what you wanted to post i've gone back and forth it's kind of ebbed and flowed um okay. with different seasons of life i would say um even kind of through the summers, like when the girls would be home from school more, I would relax a little bit, not post as much. Um, it, 
it just, I'm not afraid to, you know, go on vacation for a week and feel like I have to publish something. You know, I know that there are bloggers that do that, but I'm just not going to kill myself over it. Okay. I know that if I published more and more consistently, I know I would grow more. Mm-hmm. But I also, there's a fine line for me that my family is really the priority. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And while the girls are young and, you know, our oldest is just in her first year of college, she's only been gone for six weeks. Um, but while they're in our home, I, I want to be here. I want to be, I want to be mom. So I'm not going to, I, I still spend way more time than I wish I did. So did you ever like find it hard to like get new recipes to post on your blog? Um, anytime? I, I probably have a list of about probably a hundred things oh so you're always prepared to post more than (laughs) you're more than prepared (laughs) yeah i have a running list that i just keep adding to i Mm. i don't really want for ideas the times when it gets to be maybe a little bit more challenging is when i work on sponsored programs Mm -hmm. uh, like with a brand and you know, they might ask me to work with a certain product or a certain theme and or they might have a very specific ask. And then it's, you know, it's not as free thinking. It's trying to come up with something original that'll look good. You always have to be thinking about, is this going to look good photograph? Yeah. Because every if you're going to promote it and if you want it to go anywhere like Pinterest, I I haven't mentioned Pinterest. um, That's a huge driver. Uh, Visual is huge. So. Cause everybody looks at it first. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram. um, Yeah. You have to make sure you have to make sure something's going to look good, sound good, taste good. (laughs) So that's where, I find it more challenging is when I get put in a box. Sometimes it can be like a good challenge because it makes you, it makes you think in a different way, but sometimes it's, it's too much of a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, in high school, did you, did you ever think about like that you'd be doing this in high school? In high school, would you, have, I would, have said, would you have ever like, imagined this? No. So like when you were choosing your career, you didn't think yeah. oh, you're going to start a blog. I would have said, what's a blog? <laughs> really? Uh, I mean, I don't know when I first knew what the word blog meant. Mm-hmm. I was, it wasn't in high school. Um, definitely not. I what I I can remember sitting in my guidance counselor's office in high school. I had wanted to be an elementary teacher like my whole life. I loved my first grade teacher, Mrs. Larson. 
I wanted to be Mrs. Larson. And <laughs> she was like fresh out of college. She was so nice and fun. Um, and I just always thought I would like to be, I would like to do that. But I remember sitting in my high school guidance counselor's office and talking about elementary education and how he swayed me away from it. At the time, uh, like the class before me, people that were coming out with, or the people who were coming out with elementary education degrees at that time were having a hard time getting jobs. And especially in the area where I lived. So when they graduated, they were either having to find a job outside of education or they were having to move to the East or West Coast. And I didn't wanna do that. And so I just decided not to go to college for elementary education. And I still kind of regret that. Not that I wish I was teaching right now, but I wish I would have just done what I had been dreaming about. I wish I wouldn't have listened to that guidance counselor. Okay. Yeah, I heard that a lot from a lot of people. Because when I talk to my teachers, they say the exact same thing. Like, they want to do something, and then their guidance counselor, like, just rejects it or tells them that's not the right way mm -hmm. to go. And a lot of them are like, just follow your dreams. Like, follow yeah. what you want to do. Exactly. You you're the one that knows you best. Um, do you think recipes change as they get passed from generation from generation, like passed down? I would guess so. I know in my case, they definitely do because I change them a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, for instance, we just did it this week. Um, I was craving something. I remembered a recipe that I had had when I was living at home with my parents and I asked my mom to send it to me. She did. I went out and bought the ingredients. Tessa and I made it this week and I'm like, this doesn't look very good. <laughs> it, it had the same flavor that I remember, but it didn't hold together. It didn't look very good. And I'm like, what is wrong, you know? So I need to make some changes to it, <laughs> which I'm going to do. Um, and I do that a lot. There's, there's always, I'm always tweaking recipes. So if there's something that I think could be better, I'll change it. So what made your blog blow up? Like what was the one recipe that like made it big? Lasagna soup. Okay. How does that work? Like that. <laughs> it sounds kind of weird how does that oh, work I, I think i saw that on your blog i saw like a quick picture of it on your blog yeah that that's always been probably the biggest recipe um so it's really just like all the flavors of lasagna but in a bowl of soup so you have your pasta you have your tomato base so there's diced tomatoes cans of diced tomatoes in there um there's a, it uses Italian ground sausage. So it has a lot of good flavor to it. Um, and then there's like this, I call it cheesy yum. So if you look at the recipe, it'll say with cheesy yum. So it's like a ricotta and mozzarella. And then you 
put that on the hot soup and it gets all melty and gooey and it, it's really good. People love it. Why do, you, <laughs> why do you think it's good for people to share family recipes with other families? Uh, I think it's good to remember where you came from and okay. celebrate that. Um, no matter who you are, or where you came from, uh, I think it's good. I love to sit around the table with family, with friends. Uh, it's one of my favorite places. So um, I think earlier you said something about uh, the stretch lab. Mm -hmm. Something else you do. Well, what is that? It is an assisted stretching studio. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's about, my husband kind of, he'll call it athletic massage, basically. Mm -hmm. Like um, it's a lot more, more athletic than like going to have a massage done, but it's um, stretching done by they're called flexologists. They have degrees in like kinesiology or chiropractic, um, exercise science, and then certifications like um, you can have massage therapy, you can be a yoga instructor, you can be a mm -hmm. strength coach. Uh, so, I'll, and then they go through training and it's about helping people with recovery, with uh, reducing stress, sports performance, um, making yourself be more flexible, have better mobility, reducing your joint pain, your muscle pain. It's been very well received. People are loving it. So how have you balanced your blog and opening, opening up the business stretch lab is there a struggle for you or do you think you have like the time management controlled it's definitely a struggle okay. uh, it's our whole family dynamics have changed <laughs> yeah. uh, we used to be we used to have dinner together every single night except for you know odd circumstances where we weren't around but I I can't remember the last time we we rarely have a meal together except maybe you know we try to try to set aside Sunday for sure to make sure we have a meal together but it's it's very different I've had to like I said before um I hadn't published a new recipe on the blog for two months Mm -hmm. I've had to greatly reduce my time with the blog. It's been a lot of hours <laughs> mm -hmm. getting it going. Um, do you have any advice for anyone who wants to start up their own blog or like start up their own business? Um, with the, the blog, I know that when I would get frustrated through the years, Blake would always just come back and say, the number one thing you need to focus on is good content. Mm -hmm. And I know it's true. Uh, you can't, 
you can't overlook or try to hurry or rush or just put stuff up to put stuff up. Uh, it needs to be good. You need to have quality. You need to have um, to build a relationship with the people that follow you that is authentic, or at least it, that matters to me. Um, some people probably doesn't matter as much, but, and you need to build a trust that if they're going to sit down and they want to make this recipe, they're going to trust it's going to turn out. Mm -hmm. um, so that's important to me. I would say also just to be patient and to persevere, to just keep going. Um, I've, I've had some good success with the blog, but it, it doesn't just happen overnight or a snap of a finger. It takes a lot of work. And mm -hmm. just for people to realize that how many hours I really do put into it. And I'm just realizing now, and I wish I would have earlier that just to ask for more help. And I'm actually hiring out some help right now. Just, um, you know, the blog's 10 years old and things I did when I first started are not, not good practice these days. <laughs> so it's messy. The back end is messy. It's really, it needs a lot of cleanup. So I've hired someone to help do that. Cause I just, I don't have the time to create and clean up. So there's someone helping me. I mean, I, so, so you've kind of been, yeah. <laughs> so, so you've kind of been like working on the, working on your blog by yourself this whole time, huh? Um, Blake does do mm -hmm. like uh, paperwork, taxes, uh, invoicing. He helps out like if there's kind of a big project or like technological issue. Um, my both of our daughters have helped out um, in some of the social media stuff. Mm -hmm. They, I'm part of some social media sharing groups, so they help with some of that. Tessa, um, she will post some of my recipes to Instagram stories. So there is, mm -hmm. I do have some help. Yeah. I mean, 10 years of your blog, and I'd like to say that your blog looks amazing now, how it is. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I just went through a, I just had the blog redone. Uh, the design was redone here just mm -hmm. over the summer, too. So it's fresh and clean, just messy where you can't see it. <laughs> 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 it's getting cleaned up, though. <laughs> it doesn't matter all that matters is the recipes and the pictures <laughs> well to google it matters <laughs> okay. the search engine optimization and just how fast your blog runs all that matters to google and so mm -hmm. if you want people to see your content you have to you have to kind of clean it up <laughs> all right so we're coming to an end um right now so we just want to give you an opportunity to like shout all your uh social medias your blog out awesome thank you so 
Facebook. I'm at a farm girls dabbles. Uh, Instagram. Well, this is what happened here. Way back when I started blogging, Twitter only allowed you a certain amount of characters for your name. So I couldn't fit a farm girls dabbles on my for a Twitter name. It was too long. So I think my Twitter is, let me look, farm girls dabble. So it takes off the first letter and the last letter. <laughs> it, now they've lengthened it. Um, I don't know if I can, I haven't looked into, maybe I can change it. Um, so that's why my Pinterest handle is also farm girls dabble. I think that was the same situation when I started Pinterest. And then Instagram is also farm girls dabble because they didn't have enough characters either. <laughs> Thanks so much again for coming on and sharing your experience with us and just like, like letting everybody listen. Let our listeners know like you can make a career out of what you do. Like don't be afraid to like step out of your comfort zone. Exactly. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you so much, Brenda. Thank you. You're welcome. Yep.